Rabbitohs Radio is proudly brought to you by The Juniors and the New Imperial Restaurant. Located on Level 3 of The Juniors Kingsford, The New Imperial is the best place in the eastern suburbs for delicious yum cha and authentic Chinese cuisine. Offering private function and dining rooms, a large outdoor terrace with city views and plenty of seating options in their large open dining room. Open Tuesday to Sunday, try The New Imperial at The Juniors Kingsford. Rabbitohs Radio is proudly brought to you by Burke Street Bakery. They pride themselves on making real food from the best ingredients, the old-fashioned way, by hand, with dedication and love. Baked and raised from humble beginnings in Surrey Hills, Burke Street Bakery has grown to become one of Sydney's most iconic food destinations, with 14 stores across Sydney open seven days a week. BurkeStreetBakery.com.au Hello, it's Wayne Bennett here. Uh, welcome to the Rabbitohs Radio. Away to Piggins. George only knows one way. That's hard. And he's there. By heavens, the little fella's battled his way. Ten metres through the beat of the Western Suburbs pack. Another podcast worth a uh, listen at the moment is Rabbitohs Radio podcast. Just come out. Grant Chapel, Steve Maven, Darren Brown. South fans awarded Steve Maven a perfect score. Darren Brown, he's still going. Oh, great try, Darren. Welcome to another edition of Rabbitohs Radio. My name is Grant Chappell and I'm joined in a room with two former Rabbitohs, Steve Maven, Darren Brown. What's doing, boys? Yeah, g'day, chaps. Uh, g'day, Mavo. Hello, chaps and Brownie. Especially Cam Murray, who basically come off the bench in, in the origin and to make the Australian side. Every time he, he came on, I thought he made a difference. I, I thought he sort of like, not yep. changed the game, but he, he definitely added uh, a spark to the team uh, when he come on. And that's what bench players are supposed to do. Is, is he the quickest forward in the game today? Like His, his movement, his lateral movement, yep. his footwork, he, he, he his play the ball. The ball. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to be the, most, the quickest, most dynamic... Young yeah. forward in the game yeah. today. And, and Most mobile. Hey, thank God he's on our team, huh? Well, yes. exactly. Hey? Yeah. And the best looking too. Yeah, he's, he's, a good, uh, he's a good sort. The birds will be knocking yeah. the door down. To, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I think he's taken, but unfortunately, girls, he's taken. I know the feeling. <laughs> I've got a, uh, just a quick one on Ivan Malat. Back in the day, we used to, um, teams used to go to the jails and spend a little bit of time out there and, you know, just mix with them and, and talk to the, the crims and stuff like that. But, what this one time the Penrith team went out to Long Bay and, and we had a bit of a game of a touch against the, the Crims, you know. And, uh, Ivan was on the, on the wing, playing on the wing and one of our players, Robbie Beckett, run around him and scored a try. Just, uh, mucking around, game of touch. And one of the Crims said, Ivan, mate, why didn't you get him? He said, if he had a backpack on, I would have got him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got revenge in 1971 when we beat the Dragons and the star for us was Ron Coote, who scored a try. And for the Dragons, they had the great Barry Beef, who scored for them as well. Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting my Barry Beef fixed at some stage, but I've got to wait <laughs> to come across a bit of money. Yeah. The club. Got a head for radio. The great Les Davidson. G'day, fellas. How are you? Yeah, right. So how did you end up at Redfern? Uh, my hometown team was uh, Westside, Dubbo Westside, which is red and green. So we, we uh, had a rabbit emblem. So I played in... A, an 82 grand final, first grade grand final. So our um, club got Reggie Rabbit down. Yeah, and, right. And he was the, the first original one. Reggie, yeah. The original Reggie. Yeah, so he was the first one that spoke to me about coming to Sydney. Yeah, Bundy, you're very fiery back in the day. 
Where did that come from, mate? Probably Dubbo, but also having a couple of older brothers. Yeah, had to uh, aim up a few times. So, yeah, it was. <laughs> and, and we were allowed to play that way that, back in those days. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a different era. Different era, yeah. We grew up watching the 70s and they were brutal. So, yeah, probably a little bit rubbed off on us. I think I might have made my debut playing with you in the Charity Shield. What did the Charity Shield memories bring back for you? Uh, blood bars, actually. Hi, it's Mario Fennick. You're listening to Rabbitohs Radio. Yeah, and I was lucky enough to catch up with Tugger at the reunion. What I was doing, I was keeping the fans, the punters, keeping their dreams alive because I'd go to court and I'd go to the pubs, the local pubs and the clubs and oh, we had a good day in court today and let them know some days weren't so good but I wouldn't tell them that. Yeah, Hang yeah. in there, we're going to come back. And then we'll go around the country and raise money and, and we're playing games and also just raise, you know, just raise the money to pay our, our lawyers to keep it going. But we just had to keep telling people, hang in there, and we're going to band together, we're going to fight, we're going to win. Not, not just for the South Sport, it was a win for the little man. And, um, you know, when Murdoch and his band of merry men come running into town to try and run us out, everyone stood together and, and, and rallied. The th- major thing, we were back in the comp. We were back playing, and, you know, and then Russell was take, took over, and uh, they're, they're, we're now a powerhouse, and, you know, thanks to Russell, you know. And, um, but without, you know, George Piggins, Henry Morris, and, and the... Mighty South Juniors, who, who kept us going for, for years, and Henry said that today. And um, but at the end of the day, we're back in the comp. You know, wish the boys all the best this year. Oh, oh mate, so. I've always been a Wayne Bennett fan, and um, you know, and I'm, I'm a massive Sam Burgess man. And you know, Sam Burgess could have played in any era, and and he'd still be the dominant player he is. And a big shout out to the judiciary panel last night: Mal Cochran, Dallas Johnson, and Big Tony <laughs> Pulatula. I thought he's done an excellent job last night in downgrading Sam's grade to grade one and allow him to play this week. So, well done, boys. George Burgess, he's going all the way. <laughs> Somebody stop him and they did. But they stopped him too late. Terry Coolis. Hey, guys. How are Welcome you? to the show, mate. Thanks, Chappie. How are we doing? Brownie? Yeah, it's How are you, mate? Good to see you, boys. You guys are right. Can yeah. you give us the rating on Chaps? You're certainly going to one to ten. Oh, no, this is awkward. No, chaps goes good, mate. So, uh, high eights, mate, I'd say, for Chaps. So, ten's the lowest, mate. As long as you're out there having fun, mate, getting waved, he, does, he gets, he gets his, his fair share, let me tell you. There you go. Now, this That's interview big. was conducted down in Coogee, Bob McCarthy's home for a long, long time. It was in a bit of a noisy coffee shop down there. Well, I grew up in Redfern back in the, in the 40s, and it was a pretty tough place back then. You know, we all sort of followed the rabbits in, and uh, there was nothing else to do. Rabbits saw the movies, and, you know, we all sort of got behind the rabbits, and they were uh, winning in the 50s when we were kids growing up. And uh, we all got behind them, and um, well, I remember the back of where I lived was Bernie Purcell, who played with South in the 50s yeah, yeah. in their grand finals. His mum, he lived behind where I lived in Keeper Street in Redfern, and on a Sunday morning, we'd all, all the got kids, after we went to church, or if we didn't go to church, we'd all knew what time his mother was going to throw the South um, jumper up on the uh, clothesline. And uh, we'd all sort of sit there like the Australian flag going up and his jumper back in those days, the second row was four and five. Well, I think okay, he, yeah. I think Jack Rayner was four and he was five and the jumper would go up on the old wooden clothes prop yeah. and uh, the, the jumper was there sailing in the wind and the shorts and the socks and, we're, and it was like, you know, as I said, the Australian flag going up and we used to think, oh, wouldn't it be fantastic to be like that, you know? Well, the referee penalised the East bloke and Churchill come up left foot and just nailed it and won the game for South. So he was he was a hero. I mean, after the war, 
ever wanted a hero, like there was Bradman in the cricket for Australia, and, and I remember people when I went to England with the Kangaroos and that, people used to talk about Clive, you know, whenever he played over there. It wasn't Australia were playing St Helens or Wigan or whatever. It's quite, it was Clive Churchill Clive be playing Churchill. here today. The little master. That's, that's who he was. And then when we used to go to Ilpley Moor, where we stayed in the old days, Clive used to walk down the street and people used to ask him, Would you, can I get a photo of you kissing my baby or something? <laughs> Sunrise on the station Breaks the morning spell Red and green streamers fly Inside the Railway View Hotel Cleveland Street shuffles shining Into the mighty roar We were walking through the twilight The day John Sattler broke his jaw And we're lucky enough to have Coach Shane Millard on the line. Mate, what does Wayne Bennett bring to the table what other coaches don't? Mate, just the way he manages situations and his consistency in his behaviour. He's very consistent now. He speaks to the boys. You know, there's no reaction to what a result is. It's just you know, stick with the plan and continue. The biggest thing I've learned off Wayne, mate, is being in the box. You know, you've done your coaching through the week, and as a young coach, you know, I, I guess you go into the habit of every time there's a break in play, you feel like you need to say something. Mm. You don't really listen to the, a lot of the messages that come down anyway when you're playing in the heat of the battle. Mm. So I've learnt, you know, not just give ones that I think that are going to um, make a difference or, or, just, or, or just remind them. So I reckon my messages are probably a third of what they used to be. That's a big learning I've got off Wayne. Oh, good just stuff. Trusting the players. Got Sean Garlick here, captain of the 99 team. There's no better than Sam Burgess. You know, he, he when he came to the club in 2010... He was, you know, he was the perfect antidote for, for what we needed. And uh, what he's been able to do since then is just nothing short of phenomenal. He'll go down as one of the greatest South Sydney players ever. Mate, Brownie and Steve Maven, you know, those blokes lived a life. <laughs> and so, you know, if you're a Rabbitohs fan, of course listen. But if you're a rugby league fan, just like a good yarn, it's a really good one to have a listen. And I've got to rip into this interview with my two co-hosts, Steve Maven, a veteran of 101 first grade games, and... Darren Brown, a veteran of 147 first-grade games across a few clubs there. Okay, boys, I'm going to start off with a couple of simple questions here. Where are you from and what was it like where you grew up? I uh, was born in Paddington Hospital and I grew up in Botany. Playing for Botany was uh, a big part of my life. My goal was just to get the ball and run around players and palm them off as I went and that sort of shaped me as a footballer. Also... I've got the golf bug now. Um, I've got a couple of groups of guys I play golf with, and uh, I've just gone mad on it. Uh, we play as, as often as we can, and um, I just love the game. I love the challenge of it, and we go around to a lot of different courses and play. So I uh, actually have got a golf blog on Instagram, Mavo's Golf Blog. little plug there. Quiet today. I had a hit at uh, Liverpool Golf Club yesterday, Mad Monday. How'd you, how'd you shoot him, mate? Yeah, any birdies? Mate, I did hit a, one birdie. And hit a couple of good shots, but uh, I didn't really trouble the score. I, I did back. see one of the videos you put up. went straight to the tree. <laughs> yeah, Driver off the tee? Yeah. To, uh, hit it beautifully, but just straight towards the tree. No, you struck it well, mate. I'd like to see the scorecard with that birdie on it, but anyway. What about you, Brownie? Yeah, I grew up in uh, Redfern. Grew up just behind the Oval there. Great Buckingham Street. Great place to, to grow up. Like Bobby said last week, it was a bit rough and tumble back in the day. 
but it was always good. They had the Rabbitohs just down the road, you know, playing, you know, footy, afternoon footy at Redfern Park. So many good memories there. Also went to Mount Carmel School just down there near Waterloo Oval and also played with the Waterloo Waratahs. So had a good upbringing and, um, you know, football was uh, was always on the agenda. I do have a passion for harness racing. I always have. My dad was a, uh, a harness trainer back in the day and I was involved with it for many years as a youngster growing up. I actually had a couple of race drives and, and drove a winner at 33 to 1. You had to choose between harness racing and footy and I think you pulled the right rein there. Yeah, well, I did. I, I had a couple of falls, so I, I had to make a decision which way I wanted to go. And, you know, fortunate enough, I pulled the right rein, Mavo. I wish I was a part of that 33 to 1 shot, but uh, yes. that's all right. I'll get, I'll get another one another day now. There's one other thing that I, I did do. It, it lasted 15 days, and for charity for the Rise Foundation, I, I walked from the Gold Coast to Sydney raising awareness for suicide and, and mental health issues. and. We're very fortunate to go through a lot of country towns, a lot of rugby league country towns up on the northern rivers there, Grafton, Armidale, Lismore, uh, Maitland, um, where, you know, mental health is a serious issue. And we uh, we got the opportunity to, to touch a lot of families and raise awareness in, in them country towns. So while uh, the walk was very challenging, it was very uh, rewarding at the same time. Matty Studden? Hello, guys. Um, you've crossed paths with Harvey Norman sponsorship on the way? Yeah, Katie Page has been fantastic. She's came to a couple of our camps, and there was one at uh, the Gold Coast, and we're on the sand doing some drills, and then she, she came involved, and one of the girls tackled her, but she actually loved it. So <laughs> I think she really wanted to play rugby league, but no, she's been unreal for us, and their sponsorship towards us women in the league is unbelievable. Now we've got the NRLW kicked off last year, and this is our second year this year, and you can just see how far that's came along. And with the New South Wales State of Origin, there's been two standalone games. And there's been, last year was 7,500, this year was 10,500. So the game's going places, that's for sure. But yes, yeah, so I've always been a South fan and I've bought girl for South and mascot. So yeah, it's in my blood. We've got Keith McCraw here, the chairman of South Juniors. We've always been the nursery for, for the Rabbitohs, but I, I must say that over over this last 10 years or so, um, the relationship between the juniors and South uh, has grown to, to a level that uh, I, I couldn't be more happy with. Now, congratulations to you guys. I love the show. Love the show. Well done, boys. It is my honour and indeed my pleasure to induct our inaugural administrator into the Hall of Fame, and that is James Joseph Gulliton. Welcome to Rabbitohs Radio, Willie Peters. Thanks, chaps. Good to be here, mate. Who was your favourite player growing up, Rabbitohs player? Um, mate, I'd have to say Tugger. Being a halfback, um, you know, I love the way Tugger played. Cheeky halfback, and you know, obviously, I was I was lucky enough to uh, to be coached by Tugger, but. Um, yeah, I just really, really liked the way he played, the way he read a game. You know, he had, he had so much time. Mate, I remember it clearly. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't know that I was going to play, but I just remember when I went out there, I made a tackle um, on Paul Harrigan, and he grabbed me, he grabbed my jumper, and I just remember going, "What the f am I doing here?" I couldn't get away. I was uh, trying to knock, the, knock, knock his hand down, and I was dead set like a little boy with with a big grown man. You know, I've played with some some extraordinary leaders, but Sam's up there amongst the best of them. And I think because of his mindset, mate, he, if Sam puts his mind to something, I've never seen anyone that 
has a stronger mindset than Sam Burgess. You know, we had an army camp at the start of the year, so Sam wants to win everything. His group won everything. You know, we, we will, you know, you play table tennis. You know, Sam Burgess wants to win that. Um, he's an extraordinary leader, and he leads with his actions. Obviously, very good with what he says, but he leads with his actions, and and, and the team follows. Yeah, you know, so Sam, Sam, I can't talk highly enough about Sam, but the other person, obviously, um, mate, is John Sutton. It's John Sutton for me. You know, I've known Sut for a, for a long, long time now, but to have the privilege of working with Sut every day, I see how professional and and the hard work that goes into making Sut the most capped Rabbitohs player of all time. You know, he's a leader of actions, but the thing when Sut talks, everyone listens. But at least they saw South Sydney. At least they saw them rise. They will always know South Sydney with glory in their eyes. Especially the one where Cookie took off, picked up Adam Reynolds in full flight. He put the ball on the toe and Cody Walker comes through and scores the That's try. That was try a the year, good that one, wasn't it? Great try, great try. So there you go. What about that? I've tipped the bunnies to win and the right margin. So let's hope. We can keep getting that right. Uh, and no one likes a bragger. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, this is Cody Walker from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and you're listening to Rabbitohs Radio. Jason Deeth, the doctor. Welcome aboard, mate. How you been? Yeah, very good. Thanks, Brownie, and it's great to be on. Fast forward a little bit to March 15, uh, that famous night against the, the Roosters. What do you remember about that night, mate, the first game back? That, it was outstanding. We were at uh, Aussie Stadium. The whole crowd, I was like, I think, uh, I'm not sure, the crowd was about 42,000. Yep. Just everyone just went. As soon as that bell rang, and then we had to play our arch rivals, the Roosters, I'm getting goosebumps now. Yeah, the pride of the league was back. <laughs> it was, yeah, well, we're back. Like, South Sydney were back. Unbelievably emotional that night it. that was, wasn't it? Yes. South Sydney is like something special. They just... And absolutely, the the fans, like even the borough, like absolutely, just like loved you as a player. Oh, I've got my manager here to talk to you. Who's that? Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah, good day, mate. Who's this? Yeah, mate. Listen, I'm Jason's manager. Uh, can I just ask how much you're paying him for this interview? Ah, uh, you're a legend, John D. Matty Johns. How you been, mate? All right. <laughs> Checks in the mail, Matty. I'll tell you. <laughs> Good to have you on the show, mate. Mate, yeah. podcast sounding great, boys. Love it every week. Mate, uh, I'd like to thank you for giving us a plug on uh, on your podcast the other day as well, mate. Yeah. So, oh, bloody hell, thanks for that. Mate, Legend. Good to go, boys. All the best, boys. I'll put De- Dr. Death back on. Good on you, Good mate. On you, Cheers, mate. See you, mate. Welcome to Rabbitohs Radio. Manoa Thompson. What's doing, boys? And then when Newton folded, um, his old man, the, the burger, uh, got me over to Botany to play with the great Steve Maven. <laughs> yeah, what a team we had too. Seven foot, the old Mavo, far out. <laughs> Manchild. Couldn't he run? And um, I think I got my start against against Newcastle Knights. And I just couldn't remember. The tug found me on the wing and and it was bucketing down that, that, that day. I think Brownie scored one from the 10 metre line. He just slid all the way in. And I just about did the same thing on the wing. One of the greatest kicks ever seen on a football field. I know you had a monster boot, but yeah. Yeah, year. it was, I think... I had my school teachers there, and, and, and all the crowd was going, oh, what's he doing? What's he doing? And my school teacher was telling me, oh, I knew what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I think I might have called for a goal as well. Yeah, you did. You, you called it. That's, that's why it teed it up. 
And there's a little kick by John Sutton, weighted perfectly. Oh, one of the Canterbury players ran into the uprights. They scored another try. It's Adam Reynolds. Hey guys, this is John Sutton, and you're listening to Rabbitohs Radio. Keith and the juniors have done a you know great job. You know, really helped me develop my game over the years. You know, growing up in the system uh, through the junior bunnies. You know, Matts, SG Ball, and Fleg. There's been a lot of people that have helped me get to where I am today. A special mention to probably Artie Katinas. He gave me a start in first grade, which I've you know I've always been thankful for. And at the time, I probably probably wasn't ready, but you know the side wasn't going too well, and a few injuries and an opportunity arose, and um, Artie gave me a chance to play first grade. And, and I got to play 10 games in 2004, and we didn't win too many, but it was just it was good to you know play play first grade for Sears, and it's always something I always wanted to do. And you know, Artie gave me that gave me that opportunity. I don't think anyone will ever forget that try that Joe I scored and did the goanna after it, mate. Thoughts on that one, mate? He's all piled up on top of him. Yeah, well, obviously it was a tough game. You know, the, the dogs were hanging in there, and George sort of blew the game open a bit. I think the moment when um. When Greg scored, when we all jumped on top, I remember just lying there looking up at the sky, just kind of, can't believe it, can't believe we've done it. <laughs> I remember me and Sammy got the trophy and we standing up on the barricade and everyone was going mad and no, it, was just, it was just a great feeling and it was an um, awesome night. Yeah. To be honest, I never thought I'd ever play the games. I never thought I'd play 100, so to do it all at South, it's been, it's been a great run and very special to myself and my family. My mum and dad, they love South Sydney, they love me playing and <laughs> every time we win I'm sure my dad watches replay at least five, six times the next day. <laughs> he loves it. You are probably the most humble person I know, um, and that's what I think everyone loves loves about you. You're um, unassuming, you know, you just want to go out there and play the game. Play outside. And um, the kids, are, that was Ace, the kids are really proud of you and we love you so much. You just can't describe how proud we are. Great South Sydney man. To see you hold up that premiership in 2014 is something I'll never forget mate, I, I love you. Just wanted to say uh, congratulations on a, on a wonderful career. He's a great uh, advocate for, for what we do here at the Juniors. It's been an absolute pleasure playing with you through Kenzo and South. Always giving it your best shot every time you're taking the field. It's shown that you're uh, a one-club player to think you know, how far you've come from that, that little kid that debuted back in 2004. Who would have thought years ago you'd have been up there with John Sattler carrying the trophy around after a grand final win? He's done a very good job on his career. Congratulate him. Good luck in the future, son. And we'll drink till the dawn breaks again And may the sessions of South Sydney forever little surf down there at North Maribor today and um, it's not unusual to see Big Johnny Sutton paddled out, but Big Johnny Sutton paddled out with uh, Dane Gagai. And uh, not only is he quite a handy right centre and uh, winger, he's actually not a bad surfer too, boys. He cracked a few waves out North End amongst the crowd out there at North Maribor. So shout out to the boys, Dane and Sutto. Hope you're listening. We might get you on the show in a few weeks, uh, Big Dane Gagai. Yes, well, we've had a lot of feedback, and to everybody, thank you for that. Now, send us an email of your feedback to rabbitosradio at gmail.com. We've got a website now, rabbitosradio.com.au, and you can add us on Facebook and Insta and send us messages there as well. Now, also, the Rabbit of the Week is Wayne Bennett, but it's not the Wayne Bennett we all know. It's Wayne Bennett, member number 1866 from Pottsville, New South Wales. He came up to me, and he showed me a photo of his son playing 
with me in the Botany Rams, and it was a photo I hadn't even seen before. And he said, you wouldn't believe what, what my name is. It's Wayne Bennett. I said, oh, really? So I said to Chaps and Brownie, come over here. I've got someone for you to meet. And I said, this is Wayne Bennett. And the look on their face was unreal. In Wayne Bennett, we trust. Going <laughs> into the semifinals. No, he struck it well, and he had a good game. Adam Reynolds, he, I think we kicked seven from seven, so his, his radar was on with the boot. And that just put a little exclamation point on our performance, and that might help our for and against. He might have been doing a bit of training with our guest from last week, Manoel Thompson. Yeah, <laughs> I've said all along that Adam Reynolds got the uh, best kicking game in the competition, and that just proved it then. It's glory to South Sydney, the pride of rugby league. Spirit of the Rabbitohs and all that they've achieved And it's glory to South Sydney Get the lawyers on the phone And we'll all stand together So the South can stand alone mm, We'll all stand together So the South can stand alone Export Freight Systems are proud sponsors of Rabbitohs Radio Export Freight Systems is an international freight forwarder who specialise in export. Ian, the owner, grew up playing for the mighty mascot Jets and is a passionate Bunnies man. Export Freight Systems are confident of getting the pricing you require without compromising excellent service. It doesn't matter if you're a regular exporter or just beginning, they're there to help you. Export Freight Systems. Email ian at efsau.com.au and mention Rabbitohs Radio, he'll take care of you. Rabbitohs Radio is proudly sponsored by NG Farrah Real Estate. Since 1962, NG Farrah has exemplified a steadfast commitment to service, creativity and hard work. Established from humble beginnings and still independently owned today, the business has grown to three offices that are strategically located to provide you with the most comprehensive real estate coverage in the southeastern region of Sydney. Combining the strict principles of practice and old-fashioned family values, an ability to adapt and grow with the ever-changing markets, and a willingness to embrace technology. NG Farrah have forged an enviable reputation for consistently delivering outstanding results. Welcome up to Rabbitohs Radio. Now in the break there, boys, I just ducked down the hallway. I wanted to, I was looking to get a coffee in the break because I'm on night shift tonight and uh, I bumped into a couple of real real latte veterans over there from Roosters Radio. Now I've got a Cooper Silk, the host of Roosters Radio, and also Belinda Rostini. Welcome, guys. G'day. G'day, chaps. G'day, Brownie, Mavo. Uh, thanks for having us on the show. Hello, guys. G'day, guys. Welcome. Be an interesting little collaboration here today. Well, I'll tell you what, it's a first <laughs> for the podcast world. I was going to say, is this an Australian podcast first and definitely in the NRL? I well, think so. Mavo Brownie, you guys have played in them. You know how important it is. And this rivalry, there's nothing like it in the NRL. Can I start, Mavo, asking you, this game itself, have you got any memories? And can you maybe share a story or two about, you know, Roosters v Bunnies games that you were part of? Then a few years later, I had to mark up on Chariots of Fire, Martin Chariots of oh, Fire. one of the greats. <laughs> but um, he was a little bit more elusive than uh, David Smith. Could you what, catch him? Could you catch him? Well, 
only if I got a bit of a start. <laughs> <laughs> and Brownie, what about you, mate? You've been in plenty of these uh, these derbies. I had a few run-ins with Craig Salvatore. Ah, uh, Salvo. Salvo yeah. yeah, he's a good bloke, Salvo. Champion. And, uh, Always uh, shook hands off the field, but yeah, had a few few run-ins with uh, and Helmet. Helmet was always a yeah. tough little tough little customer, and uh, but yeah, like like Mavo said, it was always uh, always in good spirit uh, and always shook hands after the game. Yeah, oh, look, I, I don't know deep into the history of it, but I, I think it's got to do with the borders uh, back. You know, the ones the, you stole from us, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you stole our juniors. <laughs> <laughs> And George was one of them coaches. Uh, you mentioned George before. is a passionate coach. And um, I remember doing some ball work. Uh, it might have been against the Roosters uh, leading up to that game. And George used to run opposed against us with no shoes on. Yeah. And he'd run as hard as he could. And he said, I want you to tackle me as hard as, hard as you can. So that was just the type of coach George was. There wasn't much structure behind <laughs> his game plan. Uh, but it was all about toughness. Yeah, chaps, you've got a few stats on the crowds. Can you just enlighten us on that about the Roosters crowds? <laughs> There's a rumour going around that you guys start counting your crowds at 5,000. <laughs> yeah. So the first player in the walk through the gate, first well, person to walk through the gate, it's 5,001. Is that correct? Well, hang on. We've only got one head to count. Call me Nicholas. Now, your nickname's a Huntsman. Um, it's obviously because you've got the long limbs, but who yeah. came up with a Huntsman? Mate, mate, it's a good question. It was, I'm pretty sure it was Tugger. Or... Like you said, you know, the long limbs, the long, long arms, the long legs. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Tugger who came up with it. You know, the, the production line of, of, of players that come along and, and end up playing for South and, and and end up hopefully going on to play first grade, it just keeps coming and coming and coming purely because of the support that the, the great South Sydney juniors gives. You know, um, a lot of people, a lot of people um, forget that uh, it costs you absolutely nothing to play rugby league in, in this area because of South Juniors. Before the game, I, I think I, I may have come out and said, "Right, boys, let's get into it." Maybe a little bit more animated than that. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. You know, boys, let's let's rip Couple left bombs and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember Chris Caruana. He picked up a pair of socks and he threw them at me. He threw, hit me in the chest. He says, "About time we heard from your huntsman." Yeah, you know, all year. So it took me all year to say, actually get up and have the confidence to say something. I wanted to stay at South. All I ever wanted to do was stay at South. All I ever wanted to do was play for South. Hey, what's um, Paul McNicholas up to these days, mate? Mate, I'm the South development officer. So I um, I work for the NRL. I I go around schools. I run I run different programs. Um, I'm trying to trying to grow junior league, to be honest with you, and um, that's my aim. Yeah, like I, I'm passionate about getting the junior league people off their computers, kids, sorry, yeah. kids off their computers and mobiles, come out and play a game. In my opinion, it's the best game in the world. You make friends, you, you make friends for life, and the camaraderie that you make when you play, when you go into battle against another side, and and you come out on top, and it's one of the best feelings you can ever have. My wishes for, for for the junior league in the South Sydney district to to grow and get a lot a lot bigger than, than what it is at the moment. We noticed the first aid man came out there to the touch judge. Let's see what has happened. Um, there's a rabbit on the field. Oh boy! Well, why do they do these silly things? The rabbit fortunately has gone the other way, and South Sydney has burst into Canterbury Banks Downs 25. Sure enough, I've stood behind Brad Fittler interviewing. Our halves like Reynolds and Cody Walker and the likes, and I'm on national TV for about seven or eight minutes, and all the boys at work are starting the shift, staring at me, going, hang on, he's called in sick. <laughs> Chaps is red hot here, so I've, my phone was running hot there for a while. but 
Yeah, and speaking of Freddie, I actually bumped into Freddie and uh, Joey at the footy and I had a quick chat and they said they'd heard of the show and asked how it's going. I told them, good, and then I hit him up. I said, Freddie, can you come on the show? He said yes, and then Joey the same thing, and he said yes, so look out for that in the future. Yeah, right. Well, we've got a couple of big stars there. I'm not sure what they had to do with the Rabbitohs, but we'll get them on. They're rugby league uh, legends of the game. Well, yeah. Freddie's the, the origin coach, and he, we can ask him about the Rabbitohs in the origin team, and we'll just get Joey on because he's Joey Johns, uh, the eighth immortal. And we've got a we've got an even bigger star later in the show with uh, Brian Fletcher, so stay tuned. Actually, I think Brad Fittler claimed that he used to go for the Rabbitohs as a little kid, a bit like Brian Fletcher. Yeah, he certainly did. Uh, Freddie was a big Rabbitohs supporter when he was a kid. He used to travel down to Redfern Oval with his dad and uh, watch the mighty Rabbitohs play. There you go. Yeah, shout out to the loose man. I think we can all relate to getting a bit loose from time to time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, yes, last indeed. Thursday night, uh, we were a little bit loose, we, we, Yeah, we did. We celebrated we well into, the, into the, uh, the, the wee hours after well, that. Well, it did. Um, that, that song, uh, Take Me Home, Botany Road. Uh, I personally live in Botany and... Um, I sort of like uh, was on the bus and it took me way past my street along Botany Road, right down to the Sir Joseph Banks Hotel. And We've got Ben Rogers on the line, South Development Officer and Jersey Flag Coach. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Congratulations on the season so far. Yeah, just on the radio, it sounded like Jackson Paulo scored a couple of real flashy length of the field tries there, mate. Yeah, he did, mate. He you scored. called him uh, a rock star the other week at Metricon. Yeah, there, so. he's, he's a genuine rock star. The try that he scored on half time, he caught it about 30 metres out from our line and ran around his winger and back in field and beat the fullback and three or four others and ran the length. Then another one late in the game where he had the ball in the right hand and he fended someone off with his left hand across his body and then skipped around another player and he put it down like it was nothing and. Everyone around just said, just shook their heads and looked at him and go, wow, I don't know if I just saw something really, really special there because he, he had a really good game. He ran for nearly 200 metres and three tries in the semi final. That's a really good performance by a young kid. He could jump onto a wing next year and stay there for the next 10 years and, and do some freakish things. Well, in, in the coming years, a kid who's injured at the moment is Kai Robwell. He's one of the best players in the flag and he's already been playing in Canterbury Cup. So, He's probably one to, to really keep an eye on a young front rower coming through the system that will get in and, and hopefully play some NRL in the next couple of years. Brian Fletcher, a veteran of 233 games over Australia and England, 45 games with the Mighty Rabbits, all of them as captain. Welcome to Rabbitohs Radio, Brian. Thank you, boys. I play for the Mighty Paddock Colts. So yeah. um, I just follow in the footsteps of... Rabbitohs Colours, mate. Rabbitohs Colours, and, and that's what I was leading to the next question. So I had two older brothers who went for South, so... Yeah, because they went for South, I suppose I sort of followed them, but more the fact that we wore South colours. So when South would change from the hoops to the minty jumpers and then back, yeah. our mum just thought, well, you know what? You, I don't have to buy any supporter jerseys for you. Just wear the Colts jumpers. <laughs> and I suppose that's how, yeah, I was a South fan as a kid. I was a mad South fan. And I've, I've told this a few times before, all my mates that you know pretty well were Rooster supporters. So... I was, a, I was a huge South Sydney fan. Now, you just picked up a, a handy recruit in Adam Mad Dog McDougal, man. What's yeah. What, what was he like? Doug, what was I playing with him? Well, I played with Dougs um, with, in origin, and I can uh, confirm to the listeners out there that he does talk to his legs. It was one of the weirdest <laughs> things I've ever seen. We'll finish off with one last question. I've done a bit of Uber driving myself. Yes. Um, mate, would you like a lift home tonight? Uh, Brownie, off you, 100%. <laughs>
Sammy Burgess here. Welcome to the Rabbit Tales Radio. Mario Finnick, welcome to Rabbit Eyes Radio, mate. Yeah, yeah, great to be here, mate. Muzz, you were very fortunate to play with uh, Gus Gould, and how, how was yeah. that experience? Oh, very mate, smart and talented, mate, talented is, player. One thing I like about Gus is he's such an intelligent person, and he alerted me to a number of things that I did not know. And having him at South there really educated me and made me a better player. I found him to be inspirational for me. Now, in 87, a young Steve Maven burst onto the scene there, mate. What do you remember about our co-host, Steve Maven? He's an interesting character, Mavo. Mavo, um, he's a really good, nice fella. You know when I got on the footy show? You know when they pushed me out of planes and all that? Yeah. I never knew. <laughs> so, hang on, hang on. All right. So, they said to me, oh, Muzza, you're going on a plane. You've got to, you're travelling to Brisbane. And all of a sudden, the, the bloke comes up to me and says, Muzza, you're jumping out of the plane. Yeah. I said, What? I really like Wayne, Wayne Bennett, and, uh, and and obviously I always go to the training uh, because I'm a South person, and I like to, if I can contribute something to South, so I'm only happy to do it. This is Adam Reynolds, and you're listening to Rabbitohs Radio. Okay, Rabbitohs Radio listeners, we've got a legend of the Rabbitohs community, a former Waterloo Waratah, a legend on Triple M Airwaves over the weekend, Anthony Maroon, welcome to Rabbitohs Radio, mate. Well, chaps, that's the first time I've been called not a legend, but twice <laughs> in the one sentence. Well, mate, I grew up uh, down there in uh, Great Buckingham Street, Redfern, with my cousins. A lot of them, you know all those blokes, Darren and Adam and Wayne and Jason. And Darren, of course, went on to play for Souths. And then uh, there was another little fella down the end of the street by the name of Darren Brown, who uh, was down there. His grandmother lived down there. And his dad had, of course, the Trotters back then. And so... Um, Mate, it's, it's a street that produced a lot of colourful identities. And Darren Brown, one of your one of your underlings there, chaps, he used to live, he comes from <laughs> oh, that street mate, as well. What a great street to grow up, Maroon. We had plenty of good memories back there then. You guys ever heard of Chad Morgan? No. no, no. Can't say I it's, gotta be, it's gotta be a country song. Can, it? You yeah, sing a, real... can you sing a bit of it? Or? Oh, like a, it's like, I am the sheik from Scrubby Creek. That's that sort <laughs> I, I, you came up in a conversation the other day with Gerds, you did Brownie. Yeah. Because he told me, you know, you, you, you let him astray a little bit. I said, I find that very hard to believe <laughs> that a bloke from a bloke from Redfin would lead, lead a bloke from Wollongong astray, but that's what he tells me. Mate, we'll just try and get Gordy on our side. <laughs> yeah, we know yeah him. You, can ha- mate, you can have him, mate. You can have him. <laughs> Talking over the top of uh, <laughs> farting in the studio, you can have the bastard. Mate, I actually think you are one of the best callers in the game, and I'm not saying that question me, mate. I really think you are. And they're just when you call the bunnies, we all know that you've just got that little bit more sense of excitement. Is it? Do you have to sort of temper that a little bit? Well, I think that maybe that might hold me back a bit. I don't know. Like with, but I'm too old to change what I do, sort of thing. So, and I think you've got to have that point of difference, you know. So. If it's a shit game, and I do often get a shit game, I have a bit of fun with it. If it's a South game, well, they're always egging me on and punching me in the ribs. And, <laughs> well, that, yeah. some, sometimes you get a game like you get, you know, like last week I had four games and the last one was Penrith versus Newcastle. You know, you, you're yeah. sitting there, you're calling it, and you're going, you know, uh, Ponga's got the ball and he passed it back to Saifidi and Saifidi gives it a Kenny down. But in your head you're going, I'll go home, I'm going to have a shit, so I'm going to feed the dog. She moves into it, and there it goes. It's high enough, it's long enough, it's a beauty. It's straight between the posts, the score here now. Now Look, in all honesty, we hate men. They're the silver tails. We've never got on with them. They stole on our players for years. Oh, 100%. And it's like, they're a bit like the roosters. We hate them, we want to beat them. 
Now, what about you, Mavo? You got anything over there, bud? I have. Well, you're a bit I'm, lonely over there, mate. You got anything? <laughs> no, I'm sweet. Beck Eakin on uh, Apple Podcasts sent us a little uh, review, and she said that gave us five stars. Thank you for that. And said that she's a fourth generation bunny, and says that we have a fantastic podcast. Now, the the rabbit of the week is going to get a coffee voucher at Burke Street Bakery in any one of their fourteen stores, and that's a coffee a day for a month. So that's wow. a, that's a wow. good prize. Or good stuff. Whitey. Or a chocolate you, milk. Mate. Higgins charges head on. Again working the forwards, Grant sends to Coote with McCarthy in support on the inside. He takes the reverse pass and dashes 20 yards to touch down between the posts. Now, I dare say, if he wasn't tripped, he catches that and puts it over. He's a good finisher, that Roberts. There was a little bit of doubt, so I haven't got it. We wrapped the refs before. Just, got... I was going to say, chaps, you just wrapped the refs, <laughs> and now you're saying there should be a penalty try. Well, yeah. what they call that. Well, we'll pat you on the back of one and poke you in the eye of the other. 100%. I got six weeks for running into a stink. There you go. The rabbit away. Is that the one outside West Lee's Club that's on your uh, on your uh, Wikipedia page? Oh, there's a couple there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we love a knuckle here on uh, Rabbitohs Radio. Smith, Stevens, Burn. Away to Faye. Faye's on the wire. Look at him go. It's a try under the post. And Pickens has done it again. Terry Faye, welcome to Rabbitohs Radio, mate. Thanks, mate. No worries, mate. Now, where did you grow up and what was it like? Oh, mate, I grew up in Wellington. It was, well, we sort of spent eight years there. And then I went. In, then we went into boys' homes down at Carlingford down there. Okay. Because um, our mother and father split up and there was no one to look after us. So the, all the boys just, they piled us up and sent us to um, Carlingford Boys' Home on Pennerville Road there. And we spent about seven years in there. And then we went back to Wellington and that was where it all started, I suppose. Mate, how, how did you end up at uh, Redfern playing for the Mighty Rabbitohs? Well, there was an old fellow there by the name of Les Bell. He got in touch with Johnny King. But I'd already played for Australia before this from Wellington. And he got in touch with Johnny King and Johnny said, yeah, I, I can probably get him for you. <laughs> anyway, and he came up to Wellington. We went and had a feed and Kingy... I didn't know until after that he was already co- like he was going to coach him. If I if I signed, he would have got he got the job coaching, so it worked out good for both. Yeah, so that's how I, that's how I finished up playing with him. Yeah. Well, mate, you were one of my favourite players growing up in the late seventies. Now we didn't have a lot of success, but I must have said go Terry a thousand times when you got the ball. <laughs> Can you remember uh, your debut at the Bunnies and uh, who you played and if you scored a try or anything? Yeah, I, I, we played St George at Redfern Oval. And um, I played in the centres against Teddy Goodwin. My Lord Ted, yeah. Lord Ted. Yeah, Lord Ted. And I got the ball and I was just running straight at him. And um, as I could see, I could see him lifting his arm ready for the biggest head eye you'd ever see in your life. <laughs> <laughs> and I just ducked underneath it and scored under the post. Hey. Oh, there you go. Try under boot. Try under boot. Yeah, so, so I, was, I was lucky not to get hit by him too, don't worry. I just trained three or four horses and... Have a bit of fun with them, mate. I just poke along. Got to have something to do or you go bonkers. Anyone can hear from Sam Burgess. They just put it on Foxtel, but you can't hear from the likes of Terry Fay, Bob McCarthy, Mario Fennick, all the guests that we get on here on Rabbitohs Radio. We've got Blake Taff here on Rabbitohs Radio. How are you, Blake? I'm good, thanks. How are you, boys? Well, when I was growing up, uh, I used to idolise um, Matty Bowen. I used to try and base my game on him because I actually was a fullback. But at the moment, probably um, by the likes of like 
Cody Walker, um, Sean Johnson, Cameron Munster. I like to base my game around them. Yeah, so Canberra, they're they're a tough side. They're a lot of a lot of country boys, big forwards, just real tough. Just keep turning up, and it's just one. Of the, it's just going to be one of those games where it's just going to be a grind and just be, keep building pressure and hope for one team to crack. We know he is from the local area, but uh, we'll let Chaps uh, tell his story. So, Chaps, mate, where were you born, and what was it like growing up there? Yeah, born in Paddington Hospital there, and. Grew up there in South Coogee, only lived in one house there for 35 odd years. I went to South Coogee Public there up the hill, back in the days where you could walk to school, boys. Attended Marcelin College Ramwick, and I can remember standing there on Malabar Road waiting for the bus, and I'd see Mario Fennick drive past every day in a nice little sports car, and I'd go, oh, there's Mario. Oh, I'd try and get a wave out of Mario, and played rugby for South Coogee Red Devils. Went through undefeated three years in a row. Played for Maruba Lions. What position? Rugby league. What position, chaps? I was a halfback. Halfback, yes. Nah, all hosts are halfback, mate. You know. <laughs> Tell us a story about you didn't like wearing uh, undies and the footy shorts. Have you got a... Oh, that was when I played for Marcel in there in B grade. Yeah, well, there was no sand that day to do the kickoff. And I went out there in my shorts and I was always free balling back in the day. <laughs> and went down to just hold the ball on the tee. And the referee said, hey. Put your bait and tackle back in, son. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the old Niagara Falls. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the cags dropped out there, so I had to tuck them in and, and carry on. But a bit embarrassing out there on the field, but the boys had a good laugh about it. Yeah, so pop- you're still free balling these days? Nah, nah, I'm pretty secure, mate, actually. Secure, yeah, up. yeah pretty pop- tight and secure. Pa- a pair of Bonds undies on right now. Nice. Apologies to everyone who's thinking about Chaps' uh, Niagara's at the moment, but anyway. I can remember Mavo's try against Manly, the swan dive. Yeah. I was at the ground, I was in the... I was Is in the it, grandstand there. You're a bit like a rain man of uh, footy stats, chaps, are you? you can, yeah, I can go that's back. Why, can, that's why he's the I host. I can go back on a that's few. I can remember Brownie carving them up there at the SFS there through yeah. the early 90s and right through to Johnny Sutton's career today. Chaps, did you have a, a favourite player coming through in, in all them years? Yeah, I'd, I'd actually love Les Davison and Steve Maver. They're my favourite players growing up, mate. Oh, stop it, stop it. Oh, I love Maver. Oh, <laughs> the swan dive, who didn't? He loves it too. George Burgess tried to go for a surf earlier in the year. He came up to me and said, hey, lad, you got a board for me, Matt? <laughs> so I, I palmed him off to one of the big boys over there. Kev had a big board and he went out with the under-14s division. Would that have been a long board, was it? And at one stage there, I thought we we're going to have to have the George Burgess Memorial Trophy there because he got in a pretty fair income rip out there and, and Johnny Gannon had to go down there and rescue him. I'm bang on the money uh, last week so by eight points and I'll be expecting a feed from uh, Pinocchio's. Up at the juniors? So, yes, in 87, I had a shocker. We got eliminated, and it's a day that I, you know, live in my memory forever. Having said that, I should never have really been on the wing that day. I grew up as a front rower, and I was a forward when I got graded. And because I was quick and we had a good forward pack, I ended up in the centres, and I played centre all year in 1987. But then uh, Roscoe Harrington got injured, and he, I had to fill in on the wing for him. So I never really played in the position. I threw my jumper on the bin and I, I took off and I walked into the Cauliflower Hotel and a guy seen you me. Went, there, you went straight there? Straight to the, the Cauliflower Hotel and a bloke was there and he goes, mate, what are you doing here? It's not even, it's not even half time. The game's still on. And Just because you're down, it doesn't mean you're out.
Rabbitohs Radio is proud of their association with Rise Foundation Australia. Rise Foundation Australia provides mental health first aid courses. Participants learn how to provide support to people who are developing a mental illness or experiencing a mental health crisis. Our lived experience talks draw on the wide and diverse family they have gathered so that people can see that mental ill health and plain old bad times can happen to everyone and in turn that everyone has the opportunity and capability to rise from these times. RiseFoundation.net Now the rule was brought in because of the concussion rule that was discovered by Dr. Bennett Amalu, the Nigerian. and. Is that Wayne's cousin? Dummying, Sattler sends Coop through a narrow gap and he's over. Ron Coot, welcome to Rabbitohs Radio, mate. Oh, thank you. Ronnie, you're, you're known for your great cover tackles, uh, for your speed and your try-scoring ability. Mate, did, uh, did you pride yourself on being such a complete footballer or did it always come naturally? Oh, well, I, I just done what I had to do when I played the game. I really trained hard. I was... I really thought I had to train harder than everyone else, and that was my theory. I'd be training harder than everyone else in the team. And, you know, when they were going home, I'd probably try and stay back or do something else and do something extra on the week going up to a game. And yeah. And you're also in the Hall of Fame too, I meant to mention, which is another fantastic achievement. There's only, I think, 106 players have ever played this great game of ours are in there, mate, and you're one of them. So, um, yeah, you're well-deserved too. Oh, thanks, boys. Thank you. Jeez, I'm getting a big head here. <laughs> you deserve it, mate. You deserve it. Scott Sattler, welcome to Rabbitohs Radio. Hey guys, how are you? Pleasure to, it's a pleasure to be here and thanks for having me. How is Dad, mate, by the way? He's good, he's good. He's um he looks a million dollars. He's Oh, that's good. He yeah, he looks healthy. He's uh he can remember every tackle he made in nineteen sixty three, but can't remember what day it is yesterday. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. no, but he's good. He's really good. He's you know, he still enjoys watching the footy. Still gets really pissed off when the rabbits lose. Yeah, he, so you know, do we. Over, overall, he's, he's going pretty good, yeah. So, mate, I was going to ask you, well, did you actually grow up as a South supporter or have you got a soft spot for the Bunnies? I've always been a South supporter. You know, I didn't have any any other opportunity to go for another team. I was basically it's in my DNA and, and followed them as a kid. You know, I followed South Sydney as a, as a kid and also South Brisbane when, and Mal Meninga was my hero. But it was always South Sydney. I always had the, the old Smith's Chris jersey and, and the 100 Pipers and, and I just – didn't have any other opportunity. And I remember as a kid growing up, you know, I was always in dad's jersey cabinet, pulling his old South Sydney jerseys out and and, uh, and wearing those around the house. So um, <laughs> yeah, nice. love South Unreal. Sydney. I never realised how popular dad was as a as a sports person. Or It wasn't until the first state of origin, 1980, I was seven years old. Or, yeah, and I were walking out of the stadium. Everyone kept stopping and wanting to talk to him. And I kept saying to my sister, why do people want to talk to him for? <laughs> I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> yeah. That's when I really realised that, that he had done something in sport. And um, obviously living in the pubs is a fantastic public. And so many people came to the pub to, to hear his stories. And so, yeah, the legend grew as a, as a son, I looked at him as a, a great friend and a great father, but I actually looked up to him as a bit of a hero as well after I started to learn a little bit more about him. When they took a game back to Redfern, South Sydney, and it was just one of my greatest highlights because, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you walk up the tunnel and turn to the left, that used to be the that used to be the home dressing sheds, but I think they changed it to the away dressing sheds for some reason. Yeah, yeah. they That's did. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so I remember my dad said to me, my hook was the very last hook from the day when I arrived there and 11 years later I, was, I used the same hook and so I, I got there early and I put my bag on that hook and I used that hook and it was really special to me. And I remember walking to the end of the Redfern Tunnel and looking out over this, this beautiful ground, you know, I'm thinking, you know, this basically all I've heard about is, is, is a Sunday afternoon at Redfern Oval and um, this old lady was sitting in the very first uh, seat just next to the tunnel and and she was knitting and she looked like she was a rusted on fan that would have watched Bernie Purcell play yep. and she was uh, she said what's your name and I said oh Scott she goes Scott who I said Scott Sattler and she didn't even bat an eyelid she mm. looked up and she goes she didn't even look up she said you're not as good as your dad <laughs> and I said yeah you're probably right anyway <laughs> And you guys would have seen these fans like every day, how passionate they are. And anyway, we we walked off after the game and South had beaten us. I think it was like 36-10 or something. As I walked past, she was still sitting there. She was halfway through whatever she was knitting. It would have been a and South she, Sydney blanket, I guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, probably. And she, she didn't even look up, did not even look up. And as I walked past, she knew I was coming past. She said, I told you you were shit. <laughs> <laughs> And the irony is that you are also now a grand final legend, just like Dad. So people are now stopping to talk to you, just like they were to your dad. <laughs> Being a wet night, I was fortunate enough to be able to get across, and I was always a bit of a mud runner, and I was able to get really good contact on him and being in the wet, we slid across the across the sidelines. Hey, guys, it's Damien Cook. You're listening to Rabbitohs Radio. Mark Guy, welcome to Rabbitohs Radio, mate. G'day, boys. Uh, absolute pleasure to be on. Thanks for having me. And... Gus Gould said, boys, look, we've got breakfast in the morning. You can go go back to your rooms and, you know, do what you want to do. Have, have, a, have an early night. Got to about three in the morning. There was about ten of us in a room. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on the piston um, ordering Don Perignon. And, um, Unreal. And seafood and take the boy out of Penrith. You can't take Penrith out of the boy. About four, about four in the morning, there was a, there was a knock on the door. And uh, we said to our winger, Paul Smith, Smitty, go and check who it is, mate. We thought it might have been someone, you know, one of the waiters saying that we hadn't we hadn't charged it or something. And uh, Smitty looked through the keyhole of the door and he said, it's, it's Gus. And we went, oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. So we all started jumping behind lounges and hide behind curtains. And he let him in and uh, Gus walked in and said, boys, uh, I know you're in here. I know, you know, you can see me. He said, just want to say you've just lost the grand final. You know, a bit dramatic. And, but history will tell you we did. We're lucky enough to get Grand final um, again, 91, short at half time, down 12 6. But this time was different. This time was Roy Simmons' last game. We had something to play for ourselves. We had to, we had to do it for Royce. I, I started running towards the ball and it just kind of bounced right into my hands perfectly. And, and then I, I saw the gap open up. I thought I was going to score. And Mal, Mal Meninga was back there. He tackled me. And then I heard uh, a voice come from nowhere come, MG, MG. And it was, uh, was Simo. Little Royce. Little 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 nugget uh, ran around and uh, little Elmer Fudd got the ball and um, scored in the in the corner. Can you tell us what it was like playing with our uh, co-host here, Leroy Brown, Darren Brown? <laughs> My only regret is I didn't do it for long enough. Yeah, that's but, uh, it. I loved I loved it. He's, uh, he's he's one of us. He's you know he's there's not many. It's, you know how it is, Mavo, when you meet other teams and you know like I'm, I'm about to interview tonight on our show Bradley Clyde and. Yeah, yeah man, you hear man. a lot about uh, hear a lot about other players until you meet them and, and, and play with them and train with them. Well, it was Leroy. Leroy, Leroy was, he should have been a Penrith boy. I know he's I know he's deep rooted in the in the South South Sydney area, um, but he's a he's the type of player without pissing in his pocket who to uh, fit in anywhere. He's a good clubman, uh, good player, but most importantly, he's a great bloke. 
Uh, mate, yeah, the feeling's mutual, right. MG. Thanks you're for right. that compliment, mate. You're right, mate. He is. And Kiri makes a dart. Gets the ball away to G.I. G.I.'s going to score. He's going to put another nail in the coffin. And the Goanna crawls down to the northern end. South Sydney players leaping on top of the pile. Absolutely incredible scenes here of jubilation and joy. Okay, we're lucky enough to have Brad Cook on the line from work with NITV. He's worked with ABC Radio. He's going to be commentating the Curry knockout this weekend up there at Tugra on the Central Coast. Welcome to Rabbitohs Radio, Brad. Oh, thanks, chaps. What an absolute honour it is to be on with you, fellas. It's probably the biggest event, I'd say, in rugby league anywhere in the world, and it's probably one of the biggest knockout events anywhere in the world as well. I've been involved since I was a young black fella growing up in La Perouse, playing in these uh, carnivals. I played in the early 90s with LARPA in the knockouts and, you know, finished pretty early on in my footy career, around about 21, 22. And then I've been following, obviously, as a, as a fan. And then for the last 12 years, I've been really fortunate to be the lead commentator for NITV's coverage. Oh, um, sweet. But, I might be able to get a run there, Cookie. <laughs> we just need to blacken you up a little bit, Brownie. Yeah, I'm from <laughs> Redfern. If it's high enough... If it's long enough, if it's straight between the posts Drink your beer but shed no tears For these days you miss the most Every step in still sad shining In black it from door to door And the tears roll down like rushes The day John Sadler broke his jaw 